Hi, this is Jenny White, the host of the Business Growth Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs, business owners, and high-level executives to learn best practices, how to grow your business from a variety of different industries and verticals. Anyone and everyone can get knowledge from this show. We're excited to have you here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is Jenny with the Business Growth Podcast. Today, I'm with Alicia Liu. She's a local Los Angeles entrepreneur with a really cool backstory. Um, She started a brand during the pandemic, which a lot of people I think can resonate with. Started as a hobby and it became actually a business and she's had some pretty cool success. So Alicia, welcome to the show. Uh, You're the founder and chief of Flavors for Lavender and Truffles, which you were telling me originally started as a supper club in New York. And then when you moved out here, Uh, right before the pandemic, you kind of just reworked the brand that you had already built into what you now do, which I'd love for you to share the backstory about Lavender and Truffles 2.0 Los Angeles version. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great summary. Thanks, Jenny, for having me. For sure. Uh, Yeah. It's uh, like you said, it started in the pandemic. My daughter loved ice cream. We were cooking our way through the pandemic like everyone else and uh, got ourselves a homemaker and realized that there is so much whole milk, heavy cream and sugar in it. Uh, Me being Taiwanese descent, we weren't, uh, there's no dairy in our diet. So it's quite heavy for me. So I decided to make a healthier version, Mm -hmm. not healthy, but healthier um, and I tried all kinds of uh, nut milks, and the best one that came out for me was oat milk. Mm-hmm. And I made it for her, for my friends, then friends of friends started to order it. A cafe wanted me to make it for them for their menu, so we made that. And then grocery chains started to call in, and uh, lo and behold, Air One was the biggest one. So uh, we opened up with eight doors right off the bat and uh, wow. became a proper business. Wow. Yeah, so now we like, sell yeah. to other cafes and restaurants and other smaller grocer chains. That's so cool. So your daughter wanted ice cream, you wanted a healthier version, but you have a you have a background. I mean, you 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 know food, right? So- yeah, my um I come from a family of chefs and restaurateurs. Mm-hmm. Um so my dad was a chef. So I have a strong mm-hmm. appreciation for food. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, uh my parents did not want me to go into the food business. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually exited themselves um, mm-hmm. because they didn't love the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And they went into fashion and they actually became manufacturers and opened up their own factory and started a private label for like um, Barney's, Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf Goodman, Saks. Awesome. Um, so um, they instilled in me and my sister to really get a corporate job. You know, um, get the two week paycheck, get the, uh, get the benefits, you know, get the stability, um, don't go the food route. Um, so I actually headed into the fashion industry as well. And I worked for some big companies like Prada, LVMH, Dolce Gabbana. Mm -hmm. Um, then I ventured off into smaller startup. Um, and as you know, um, the retail landscape changed when online came about. So I switched over to digital, went to work mm-hmm. for Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then after that, went to work for a few other tech companies, which actually brought me here to LA, wow. uh, was for a fashion tech company here. So are you doing so, any of that still? Or are you just full lavender and troubles? 
full lavender and truffles uh, when I got here and the, well, not purposely um, because when the pandemic hit, the startup company that I was working for didn't get their funding. So they had to let everyone go. Right. Um, and um, so we're just cooking our way through. And then you moved uh, from New York for that. And then they didn't get fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Then COVID hit. And then I think it was like three months into COVID. They said, you know what? We're going to have to close up shop. Well, that's dramatic. I'm sorry. So yeah. yeah. And uh, big disappointment, but, you know, taking everything in stride. And um, when I lived in New York, I lived upstate and we had um, a beautiful house with a huge yard. And I just started to do supper clubs for you know, people coming up from the city, um, getting like a, a really nice meal from farm, uh, farm to table kind of, you know, aspect. And yeah. it'd be up to about 20, 25 people. Uh-huh. And I did it like maybe once, once a month, maybe during mm-hmm. the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I called it lavender and truffles. So I kept the name. Yeah. Uh, when I started the ice cream, I was like, why not? I already have like a business name. Everything was set That's up great. and I had a yeah. website already. And my Instagram and social media handles were already there. So I kind of just deleted everything and started from scratch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, there, you just reminded me, there's a house uh, where I live that is probably like the most well-known house in the neighborhood. It's an entire corner lot. It's stunning. It's gorgeous. It's this old Spanish revival. It's got, you know, like almost an entire block of a rose garden. That's just for it. And everybody calls it the ice cream house. There's a lot of money in ice cream. Let me tell you what I heard about this family. I actually sat down at at lunch the other day, a couple months ago, and I met this this older couple and we were chopping it up. And uh, we, so, you know, they said, oh, where do you live? I said, I live in Altadena. And they said, oh, so do we. And I was like, oh, oh, cool. And somehow we started talking about the ice cream house. And I said, why do they call it the ice cream house? And they said, because that family literally made all their money in ice cream. And I said, well, how much money is there in ice cream? They said, well, they got all the government contracts. So they got all the like hospitals, schools and this. And I was like, oh, that explains it because it just always like boggled my mind. But, you know, I know several other uh, uh, clients that I've worked with in the past also that had a unique brand in that space. And it is, I mean, what's amazing about what you built is that it was basically the consumer telling you, uh, we want this. So mm-hmm. make more, please. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to like fulfill orders, which is like amazing. So how many, um, it's, it's the one brand, but how many, uh, products are there? What are the flavors and what are your plans for growth? Well, when I launched, when officially launched I launched with eight flavors um and a lot of people say it's a lot because they usually do like four but mine is artisanal and handcrafted and hand-packed um so I'm able to kind of be more flexible also eight is a lucky number in the Chinese culture so um every year I launch eight new flavors and uh and so I do for like the entire year and I get the idea of you know, launching a new flavor like every month or having seasonal flavors. But uh, when I get bigger, maybe I'll do that. But right now, I it takes a lot to develop a recipe, especially when it's dairy free. Um, there's a lot of yeah. testing going on, and it's just uh, it's such a science that um, takes me a while to develop the flavor and make sure it's right. And once it's done right, then then I take the whole year to sell it. <laughs> wow! And then I work on the next eight flavors. It oh, it gets fun. easier. It gets easier. But in the beginning, it was quite hard. I think I must have done over a hundred and 
20 base recipes before I landed on what I have today. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're just kind of at that, you're at that mark where it's like, you've been doing it enough that now it's, it's, um, I think when you're ever, whenever you're trying to do something new, that, mm-hmm. that roadblock in your mind that just immediately goes up, like, I don't know how to do this. I haven't done this before. It's like, once you get over that, then you're just like, okay, all right, I got this. It just starts coming much more naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And you learn along the way. I didn't, I don't know how to make ice cream and I didn't know the science behind it. Yeah. Um, I was also seeking for plant-based ingredients only, mm-hmm. unrefined, um, minimally processed. And that took a long time to find like the right products. And once you get the ingredients, um, every ingredient will change the flavor and the texture. Mm-hmm. So it's running all sorts of tests to make sure you have the right balance of everything. Right. So yeah, absolutely. So plans for growth. That was time are... consuming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Plans for growth. So I took the lat the first two years really just to set a foundation. Um, so I've sold to grocer chains and been on the shelf. I've sold to cafes and restaurants to be on their menus. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done pop-ups where it's like a D to C kind of model and um, met the customers firsthand. And I do sell online for um, if that diehard customer in New York finds out about it and she really wants it, then she can pay the shipping, which is pretty hefty for ice cream. Um, it's it's available. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of all four, I think the pop-ups have been the most successful, although um, maybe the volume is low because, you know, you're there sitting there and scooping it. Um, and you're, when I do a pop-up, it's only once a week for maybe three or four hours. Um, so this year I did a resident pop-up with Our Place, the cookware brand. Yeah. Over, and yeah. I also did a weekly pop-up at um, a local coffee roaster called Demitas. And it just gave me the opportunity to kind of start building community of where I'm based. Yeah. Um, and I think um, that's where is most important to me is to build a brand and build a community for the brand. Can and, I make a suggestion? Yeah. Okay. So a bunch of my friends are in event planning and oh my gosh, all kinds of stuff from florals to the food to everything. We've ourselves hosted some large events and hired ice cream, like a cute little boutique booth thingy where they just come and they scoop and it has the sides and everything along with it too. That is an incredible way to spread your brand. Like I actually thought about it for another client and told them about it um, when we hired this whole company because they didn't use uh, a good brand of of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very easy thing to do. And you it's a, it's a revenue center. It's a profit center. If you just want to hire a team or whatever. Right. And you can get a cute, like, just, just imagine like how cute, right? Like a cute little ice cream, like a mobile little ice cream shop thing. And, um, so they made great money for the amount of time that they were there. If it had been a brand, it would have been branding and brand awareness as well. Um, and that's a great way to can just, to spread, spread the word and get more people to try the product when they're already hiring for these types of events. And it's personal, like the pop-up yeah. side of it. Yeah. So I'm just now, I mean, the last year or so was really just to operationally test every single avenue, understand 
what works, what doesn't work, what do I have to invest in? So going forward, yes, those kinds of events I'm now building a deck for because I do these minis and um, they, they can be co-branded. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that opportunity. My setup, the physical setup, I have these custom coolers that were built for my pop-ups that can yeah. be used for events. Um, they're kind of, it's called a tasting gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what I call it. Uh, I like so I bring it. like six to eight flavors and people can taste every flavor first before they, they ask for what scoop they want. Um, that's what, that's what we have to do with ice cream. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to try. Uh, so I have my tasting gallery Yeah. and the next big future is we're on the hunt for our own space. Yeah. I was going to say store like salt and straw, you know, that's a, yeah. that's a great brand that started out in my, my hometown of Portland. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, everyone's always going to go get ice cream, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, that's like, it's like an event. It's like a treat. It's something that you're always going to go do. And I think, yeah, yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely in shape for that. Um, and yeah, for my brand, it's more brand enhancing. I, I would love to go, you know, people are saying, oh, you should be in whole foods. I would love to be in those supermarkets, but it's different with, I have very unique flavors you know, and it's not something that you can think, oh, that's great. Black tahini, I know what that is. I'm going to get it. Um, mm-hmm. They have to taste it first and try it. Mm-hmm. Um, so putting it on the shelves of like a Whole Foods or any other supermarket, large chain, um, you have to spend like crazy for marketing promotions. Yep. Um, so, and it's not as brand enhancing as you would love it to be because, yep. you know, it's sitting there. It could be on the top shelf and sometimes it gets all crusty and icy and they don't mm-hmm. care. No. Um, so I think I want to build my brand first, Yeah. Uh, build a brand community for it. Agreed. Um, so we're looking for a new space and it's, you know, my container is very unique and different and everything that I do with lavender and truffles has to be out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably will, will never do an ice cream truck or an ice cream cart, but I'll do a different version of it. Mm-hmm. And instead of a scoop shop, it's going to be different. It's not mm-hmm. going to be your traditional scoop shop. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And yeah. I think that's what's going to make you stand out, you know? Yeah, yeah I definitely. hope so. Oh, <laughs> We've yeah. We've got a few absolutely. sites in, in mind. So I think yeah. we meet with a realtor tomorrow. Oh, good for you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think Venice, like that whole area, Venice, Santa Monica, um, that's going to be where people have the palette, like, like you're saying, it's not a traditional, you know, necessarily, it's not something that people have had uh, before. So it's going to be a different type of experience for them. Mm -hmm. And you got to go where, where the audience is and like that, those communities will help you build your brand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've already have a little fan fan club in Santa Monica, Venice area. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm doing the pop-ups. So cute. And then we'll all need lavender and truffle t-shirts and hats. Oh yeah. We already have merch in development. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, you're, you are made for merch. I, I, already, I already can tell that. Yeah. That is <laughs> well, that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and you have such a cool, diverse background from oh, thank high you. End, the high-end brands to the tech to, um, I mean, what, what a, what a unique combination. Um, so it's no surprise that you put together something that is also unique. <laughs> like, you're like, thank you. 
I know a lot about this and a lot about that. And this is how we're going to do this now. So <laughs> yeah. that is awesome. Well, yeah, I'm very can, excited. So people can find, how do people find, well, eventually when the store is open, they can find that. But for now they can go into, you said you're in 18 stores in Erewhon. Was that right? Uh, they have 10. So here in LA, it's in all locations in Erewhon. Okay. Um, and if you're lucky to live on the West side, there's Vicente Foods, which is the Darling supermarket in Brentwood. Um, I'm at the Zinc Cafes as well. Yep. And on the East side, there's Yoboseo. It's a cute little superette in um, Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And um, in some restaurants, we're at um, Sh- Shirube in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. Chifa, Eagle Rock. Uh, Monarch in Arcadia, okay. Um, and Fun in I think it's Lincoln Park, uh-huh. and uh, we list all of this on our site. Uh, we're also at the Proper Hotel on the rooftop, mm-hmm. and we're in discussion with a bunch of other people. That as soon as uh, we confirm, we're going to list those on our site too. Um, and if you're outside the California LA area, then yes, we could. Um, we have our e-commerce site at lavenderandtruffles.com and we ship um, in the 48 states. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thanks for joining us. It was super fun talking to you and uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting again. Okay, for sure. Thanks, Jenny. 